You're listening to the Big Sister Complex Podcast. The podcast where two big sisters and recovering perfectionists figure out their 20s in real time. We're exploring the elements of our lives from building relationships to establishing our early careers and celebrating all of the imperfections along the way. Hey guys, welcome back to the Big Sister Complex Podcast. I'm Riley. And I'm Chelsea. Guys, Chelsea and I have been sitting here talking for like 30 minutes and we kept being like, we need to shut up and just start recording the podcast. Just save it for the pod. Because like every third thing we say, I was like, dang, that would have been good for the podcast. So here we are. Um, Today we're talking about technology and how robots are coming for us. They're going to take over the world and apparently I can't have a garden anymore. (laughs) Not really. We are really, it started talking about like social media because Chelsea and I are both in like our anti-social media era. Mm -hmm. I was listening to, um, gosh, which one was it? I've been like a real podcast binger lately. I don't know. I think it was 8020. Or maybe it was the Gigglers. Gigglers? No, it's, I can't even remember. It's like giggle time. Giggle something. Something about giggling. <laughs> it's the girl, if you've been on TikTok and you see like a brunette girl who's really funny, she's always like interviewing people, it's her podcast. Okay. Her name is Hannah. It's like giggle time, I think. They okay. call their listeners the gigglers. That's anyway, funny. I was listening to that and they were talking about how like it's no nail summer, it's no tan summer, it's no social media summer. Like it's mm. just like Life. human being summer. Mm-hmm. And I was so inspired by that. Also, I'm sitting here, I'm like, I have no nails, no tan, no makeup on, and it feels great. Feels good. Yeah. I look like a ragamuffin, but I'm feeling good about myself. Yeah, if you've ever wondered what Chelsea and I look like when we record, the answer (laughs) is a wet rat. (laughs) But that's okay, because then we can focus, you know, we can really focus on the content, on being here just for you guys. So, um, Chelsea, talk to us about your relationship with social media over the last few weeks. Well, I have to admit, I did download Threads because... It's this, it's this internal, like, I don't want to be left out mm-hmm. feeling. Yeah. But then I also deleted Instagram from my phone. So I'm, I think I'm confused. Like, what do I want? Well, be careful because you can't delete. If you delete your Threads account, it deletes your Instagram account. So if you ever want to go back to Instagram, just be aware of that. Wait, wait. If you delete your Threads account, yeah, it deletes Instagram? Yes. Not like the app, like it deletes your account. If you delete, because they're linked. That's so, so sad. Can you deactivate your Threads account and keep your Instagram account up? I don't know. I, that's just what I heard. It's very new, and I haven't tried to deactivate my Threads account, so I don't know. Oh, that's how they get you right there. Yeah, but I did the same thing. I downloaded it partially because everyone was talking about it at work. Yeah, okay. That's hard. And I work in social media partly, so right. it's kind of hard for me to avoid. Do you guys feel like you have to get on every new platform? Yeah, Ugh. just because like it's right now like where I work, we're kind of like going back and forth. Like We have... Mm-hmm. We have like our accounts set up, but we haven't started using them yep. because there's so many markets that we're in. So we're trying to figure out like, because we didn't really use Twitter. Like, right, no. We just kind of got rid of our Twitter accounts. So we're right. like, do we want to start this whole new thing? It's obviously not up to us, it's up to like the higher ups. Right. But I was like, well, I need to know how to work it if they come back and they're like, we're doing this now. Yeah. That's crazy that just like the world could release a new app. Mm-hmm. And then now your job changes and adds work onto your plate. Yeah. And well, like, I feel like it changes for everyone. Like, think about think about all the brands that you've seen. on. Like, oh it's that gosh. way for everyone. Which, I saw someone on Threads who was like, I do not want to see brands on here. Nope. Like, this is I not for brands. It's just unfollow. for people. The only brand I follow, I follow Wendy's and Anthropology. Okay. They're, they're really good. Well, Wendy's is funny. Yeah, Wendy's is funny. <laughs> they're and not trying to sell themselves. They're just laughing at people. Yeah. And Anthropology, they were doing pretty well. Except... 
then it's like they posted this thing about people showing their favorite like anthropology outfits so now my entire feed is just people replying to that posting pictures of themselves in anthro outfits so i might unfollow that's rough yeah don't have five hundred dollars to spend on an anthro outfit i know i'm like this would be less annoying if i could afford to actually shop there have you seen their is it anthropology their athletic line where they have these like cute one pieces but it looks like shorts and a tank top but it's like a Ooh. one piece but it's no. not a dress nope i have seen um a lot of like the free people movement stuff right now oh my it's really gosh cute. it's not anthropology it's free people it's okay free that's people what you're talking movement. about yes it's so <laughs> i was cute. like i didn't know that anthropology did that because i thought yeah but yes i love the free people movement line that's cute. but i haven't seen the piece you're talking about it's really cute but it's like a hundred dollars so. you know whose movement stuff i really like mm-hmm. made well that's I've never my, tried any of that stuff. My Madewell, it's like a one-piece jumpsuit type thing, like long. Uh, it's like a tank top on top, but then it has like a cutout, so it's kind of like a sports bra. Yeah, yeah. And then leggings. And it's so comfy, and I get compliments on it every time I wear it. And it's like my go-to Pilates fit. Madewell okay. would be great for just a closet in general. Yes. I want my entire closet to be Madewell. And then that's it? That's it. Okay. We got so off track. Sorry, Typical. guys. Okay, so... I was asking about your relationship with social media. And then we talked about threads. Okay. Take it back. I have threads. I don't know how to use it. I also just have to admit, I'm not funny. Like, I'm not funny on Instagram. I'm not, like... That's a lie. Okay. I can be funny, but, like, I I don't have maybe the mental energy to Mm -hmm. sit there and say, what is going to be my really funny first thread? And what do we even call them? Like, we called Twitter tweets. What are these called? I think I saw someone say, I saw someone break it down. Like, they were like, it's not the... Is it a post? It's not the For You page. It's the Loom. And it's not the... The um, Loom. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not a tweet. It's a... I don't remember. I have to look it up. It's kind of confusing. Okay. Well, whatever. When I posted my first one, I didn't know how to be funny. And then I saw all of my funny friends. Because you know you have, like, the funny friends. Yeah. I saw their all of their posts. I was like, man, how are you witty like that? Christian Sudritz are really funny. He's really funny. Yeah. I stay liking all of it. I know. And then, like, um, I have a lot of friends from work who are really funny. I feel like the first day that I got it, it was less funny stuff. And it was... Like, everyone was on it on July 7th, which mm-hmm. is when Taylor released Speak Now, Taylor's version. So, everything I was seeing was all about that. Taylor said that's true. Yeah. When, obviously, like, I was threading, I don't know, about threading. that as well. <laughs> yeah, I think if you're trying to be funny, it's hard to be funny. Yeah, I, I think, like, you are hilarious. Well, I think if you. you just, I think it's just, like, the spontaneous things that come to mind. Yep. Also, I have a dry sense of humor, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know how well that translates onto things like that. No, I love your dry sense of humor because it's, that's what I think is funny. <laughs> Maybe it's more of the dry humor, and yeah. I just can't come up with that stuff on the spot. It's not who I am. Yeah. I was actually looking at my old tweets. I used to actually pop off on Twitter. <laughs> I'm not trying to brag, but like I had tweets regularly getting like 300 likes, Okay. which at the time... That's a good... That was like a good, I mean... It was pretty good. Like, my average tweet got, like, 50 to 70 likes. And then on a good day, they get, like, 300. And then I had one go, like, semi-viral with, like, a couple thousand. So I really thought it was hot See, stuff. And then I then I the, quit. That's why I can't handle it anymore. But the, it, it doesn't like, show you. I don't it doesn't show know. other people how many likes your threads have, which I love. Oh. You can see it. Like, you can see... So I can know if I'm failing, but other people can't? Right. Ugh. Which, on one hand, is kind of interesting, because I feel like... It's like with TikTok. If if I scroll and I see a TikTok and it has, like, 5,000 likes, mm-hmm. it could be really funny, but I might not really pay attention. Like, I might swipe by it. Right. But if I see one that has 
58,000 likes or like a million likes, right. I'm more likely to sit and watch it. Right. Cause you're so like, it's oh, like, how do you get like to this. that point? You know what I mean? So mm. that's kind of the interesting thing about social media platforms that don't show likes is it's like, how do other people know it's funny if they don't see that other people think it's funny? Which is interesting because then it's like you have to ask yourself, do I really think that's funny or do I really wow. relate to this thought? We get to actually think for ourselves. Amazing. Who would have thought? <laughs> it's a lost art form. <laughs> but you can see how many people reply. So like if someone yeah. replies, if like at least I'm pretty sure on your loom or whatever, if you're looking at someone's thread, uh-huh. you don't see the likes, but you can see the replies. Okay. But then if you go to your page, like where you can see all of the ones that you've written, you see how many likes they have okay well i guess it's a little bit better yeah but it's still not good i still wish instagram will let you turn off like counts for other people's posts but not your own i wish i could turn off the like count for my own yeah because like if i post a cute picture of like me and michael and our dog Mm -hmm. i don't want to see that it doesn't get a bunch of likes because i'm like oh people hate me that's a bummer yeah But if it gets a ton of likes, then I'm like, wow, we are a beloved family in this community. Like, it's just stupid. This is is where I'm at with social media, Riley. Mm -hmm. I am so tired of it telling me what my value is. Or of it telling me, like, what is cool or what I should be doing or, like, what is trendy. Like, I just want to be myself. Yeah. And I'm wanting to find new hobbies and do things in my home and at least... I think you have to be very careful with it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like for me more recently, even though I've been discovering like the different types of women or moms or like, even though that content's great on there and I love that, I feel like it always has a double-edged sword of like, how is that mom getting up at five o'clock in the morning and doing all of this today? Like, even though I love watching the like, get ready with me's or the day in my life type stuff, it, it constantly is playing the comparison game. And I think it's doing it subconsciously, like, even without me actually thinking about it. And I just, I just don't think I have the energy for it anymore. Yeah. And I think, like, we're not the only ones who think that way. Because I know you and I have both taken a step back. Like, we both deleted the Instagram app from our phones. Yep. I was only able to do it for five days and then I had to get it back for work. (laughs) But I still, also, I wish Instagram would let you, like, log at least I can't figure it out. I tried to log out of my personal account and just mm-hmm. keep my work account. But if I log into my work account, then it re-logs me into my personal account as well. Oh, so you keep getting no- you get notifications? I turned the notifications off for my uh-huh. personal account, but it's just like, it's annoying that it's there. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you, double cl- if you like double tap your yes. icon, yeah. it sends you back to your personal. And I almost like don't want that option. Right. Like I want it totally removed and I want to have to physically type in my username and password to get back to my personal account because then I'm way less likely to access it. Yeah. And it's like... I feel like I need that guard. Exactly. They know that. I'm like, I want that guardrail. Like, I need those training wheels of, like, making it harder for me to log on. Right. Because if it's there and I'm bored, then I'm going to be like, well, let's just go see if my friends posted anything interesting. Yeah. But I don't really want it anymore. Ugh. I sometimes for work have to post things on social media or, Mm -hmm. yeah, be on all the different ones. And... At first, I was like, whatever, this is totally normal. And then I thought about it, and I was like, I'm using my personal phone to do something for work. Or, like, I'm logging into my personal social media account, which is, like, not for work. Yeah. And doing something for work. And I feel like we've 
as a society cross this really weird boundary of like oh can you just post this for us or oh can you do that and I, I when yeah. you post like you have a work phone and you have a work account and all of that type of stuff so I feel like it's a little bit separated well, no my work and personal phone are the same oh yeah 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 that's so like that's the annoying part out. they gave me the option when I started to have a work phone and a personal phone but when I started I was broke so and like, planning no. a wedding so it's like I don't want to pay for a personal phone if I can just have my work phone also be my personal phone yeah but that was a short-sighted decision and I wish I could go back and change it yeah but where I don't know I just feel like it's this weird boundary of like crossing into people's personal lives mm-hmm. for work that I'm just like I'm not really comfortable yeah using my phone it's weird and I feel too like the whole like our society really does revolve almost now around social media mm-hmm. I even think about that like if people post you know things about events and graphics and stuff like that it's like that's great you're getting the word out you want people to come to this thing but I'm like it's kind of sad <clears throat> Sorry. Wow. It's kind of sad that if you're not on social media, you are really disconnected from society. Yeah. I'm like, why are we not just communicating with each other in a normal way? I actually would argue. Okay. And I only have this argument because I know of this family that the husband and wife do not have social media. Mm -hmm. Their kids, like, I don't know what they look like because obviously they're on social media. Which is fine and normal. Yeah. They don't need to know what everyone's kids looks like. Totally normal. And... I feel like they live a really full life because they're not trying to live in the constant what's new, what's mm-hmm. next, what's happening, what are other people doing that I'm not world. They're like, I'm having chili tonight with my family for dinner and I love that. And tomorrow we're going to go to the pool with our family. And like they have to proactively make plans with people or proactively ask. And yeah. I actually feel like their lives are more full. Yeah, maybe they don't know about threads coming out yeah about but who cares but who cares like good maybe for they're you okay and i think that's where i want to be yeah no i i don't think that's an argument at all like i'm saying i want to be like that yeah like i don't want to be dependent and even like since i've taken a step back from looking at my own social media like michael and i neither of us posted anything for our anniversaries which to us doesn't matter right but i did have a thought i'm like are people gonna think we're like no in a bad place Drew and i did that for the first time this year too and i i thought to myself are people gonna think we're like getting a divorce yeah or something's happening because i didn't post him but or- i'm like little do you guys know like we're having the time of our lives on our yep. anniversary trip and i did post a bunch of like dumb tiktoks but i kind of love tiktok because it's like who cares what yeah. you post like kind of i fun. want unserious social media like, if yes. I'm going to be on social media, like, that's why I actually have been enjoying threads and TikTok because it's like, I don't post as much on TikTok because it's honestly just a lot of work. It's but on much. threads, I can say something stupid on there. Yeah. Like, I've I've put some stupid stuff on the internet. And who cares? Who's looking at it? I have, like, 100 followers on there because it's like, you have right. to start from scratch. Ugh. So it's like, I don't care how many followers I have. I don't care who looks at my stuff. Nope. I've been muting and unfollowing people like crazy, which is healing yep for my soul it's kind of nice it is so nice i'm like i don't want to see serious content i don't want to see stuff about feelings i don't want to see motivational stuff i don't want to see aspirational stuff no if i, I see another 10 best ways to blah 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 yeah i'm gonna lose it yeah i'm just i'm like i feel like we've been so inundated with self-help content mm-hmm. that it's like an immediate turnoff for me like, if I see an account that's like, this is how you can grow your following or this is what you need to do in your 20s or even, like, just, you know, any type of, like, 
churchy stuff or mm-hmm. business stuff or like just anything that's like telling me what I should be doing. Right. I'm uninterested immediately. I think we're tired of being marketed to. Yeah. I'm tired I'm of being told it. what to do. I, can I not just open a stupid, silly app and see stupid, silly thoughts from right. my friends? Like, quit trying to make me a better person. Or sell me something. Yeah. Let me let, just... me, let me become a better person the way we're supposed to. Like, through human Jesus, interaction. I'm like, like... I'm so freaking tired. <laughs> I just got really mad. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> But for real, I'm just like, sorry, guys. If you're out there trying to market yourself as like a self-help guru, I truly love that for you. Embrace that journey. But I will not be following along because I'm tired. Like, I'm literally exhausted. And I think it's just that was like the thing for a minute. It was like people wanting to grow their following of like, this is how you should do this. This is what you should become. This is what you should be like and do and post and say and or even like workout content like five minute abs all this stuff like I used to eat (laughs) that shit up (laughs) and I am no longer subscribing leave me alone I get it you do sit-ups you do a plank (laughs) it's all the same it's like we have we have repackaged every piece there's no more information under Mm -mm. the sun Mm -mm. everything's been said so like I don't need to keep seeing it you know what I mean I know what you mean. Was that a lizard? No, it was our text message <laughs> group going off. Okay. I am I do not disturb on, but Drew is the only one that... Um, oh, I see. His messages come through because obviously they need to know what's happening. Anywho. Um, I forgot about that. What was I saying? Oh, last time we recorded, there was a huge lizard behind me like the entire time and Chelsea did not tell me until after we recorded. Well, I knew you were going to lose your mind. I was. So now anytime something moves, I'm like, is it a lizard? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All that to say, I've hit my boiling point with social media and it is what it is. The entrepreneur love, like I love entrepreneurship. So that side of me says, what then does a small business do? Like, how, what if you hated social media and you wanted to open a business? Well, I think it's fine as a business tool. Like, that's that's where I'm drawing my personal line. Like, I understand I have to have social media for work. Right. And I don't, I'm not an entrepreneur, so it's not my business. So, it's like, if they tell me I have to do it for them, I'm like, okay, well, I signed up for that when I started working here. And if I started a business, I understand, like, that is marketing now. Like, marketing is done on social media, so I get it. Right. But it's like... But what happens to the people like us who don't want to be marketed to anymore? Like, I want to go unfollow. Yeah. Well, I think that's your right. Like, it is. And I think right. that's, uh, like, we have to stop. I have to stop taking, like, it's not, I'm sorry, it's not my responsibility to make your business successful. If I don't want to be marketed to, I'm not going to follow you. Right. And it's not personal. No. Because I have to protect my peace and mm-hmm. my mind. And I'm like exhausted of social media so no I'm not like I'm sorry I'm not and I would hope people do the same thing to us we have a big sister complex podcast Instagram right babe if you're done with social media don't follow us right I totally. like I'm not trying to blow up on Instagram yeah, we're not like trying to get a million I'm not trying to get a hundred thousand no. followers on our Instagram this is that's not what this podcast is for Mm-mm. so don't follow us it's fine we post stupid memes and pictures of ourselves like you're not <laughs> missing anything <laughs> 
It's not a groundbreaking account. It sounds so conceited when you say it that way. Like, we post pictures of ourselves. We do. (laughs) That's what we post. It's like, no one cares. No one cares about the picture of us from your baby shower. And they shouldn't because it's not a picture of them. Like, you're right. We need to stop. It's like, you, it is not your responsibility to like and engage with everyone's content to make them feel good about themselves yes yeah and it's like if your business is only successful because you have an instagram account like i mean good for you that it's successful but like i don't know i'm just i'm i'm done being marketed to and told what to do and Mm -hmm. if i were a business owner like if michael and i opened a business tomorrow i would absolutely get on social media and i would find the people that do want to be marketed to right but that's not everyone that's true i think i went through having blair this mm-hmm. really big struggle with social media because for a while now I've been wanting to get off. I don't want to be on it. I'm way less active than I have ever been. Like I feel like over this past year, but there was always this part of me that was like, oh, but I want to post about my baby shower because I've dreamt of that post. Mm-hmm. Like there was this, there's this weird like, and I, I want to know if this has happened to you. Like when you got married or when you got engaged, you, the first thing I felt like I thought about is what am I going to post? Like what is going to be the thing on my feed that commemorates this moment for all of eternity? Like <laughs> my when Blair was born, do you know how much I thought about what is the outfit going to be? What is she going to be wearing? What is she going to be laying in for that one stupid? freaking post and I lived my life in this anxiety of like what is going to be the post that commemorates this big life moment and then I had Blair and I was like oh crap it's two months I didn't do her two month post I didn't do her three month post telling everybody the words she can say and if she's crawling I'm like why do I feel the need to commemorate every life moment with a photo on my Instagram yeah and so I've just stopped like Mother's Day and Father's Day I Drew and I didn't post yeah and at first I was like are people going to think Drew thinks I'm a bad mom because he didn't post anything about me? And then I was like, I had the best day ever with him. Yeah. I had the best day Father's Day, like, us at the pool. Like, yeah. I didn't need a post to tell like, – he didn't need a post to tell me how much he loves me and appreciates me as a mom, and I don't need a post on Instagram to tell him how much I appreciate him as a dad. Yeah. And I think, like, not to sound harsh, but I think no one cares. No. You know what I mean? And that's what – like, to answer your question of if I felt that way, like, when Michael and I got engaged and got married, I'm sure I did at the time, but even, like, I think I used to think about it a lot more, but I think just the way I've been thinking of social media recently, mm-hmm. and part of this is probably, like, kind of what we talked about when we spoke, I don't even remember what episode it was on, but kind of, like, when we were talking about the Enneagram and, like, beliefs yeah. we have about ourselves and, like, yeah kind of trying to relearn ourselves and unlearn things like yeah I think one of my less healthy beliefs mm. about myself is like people don't care about mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. and obviously that's a harsh thing to think of yourself right but in some ways it's kind of freeing because right I'm like I really don't think anyone cares when I don't post things I don't think anyone even notices because everyone is posting so much no one do you know how many mothers and fathers day posts i scrolled by swipe 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 there were hundreds of them and i was with you and drew and i didn't even think that you didn't post anything on father's day right we were at the pool together and i was on my phone like as we were leaving and i didn't even think like oh my gosh chelsea didn't post anything for drew probably because i was with you but also it's like when you're inundated with so much content you don't notice what you're not seeing that's true unless it's like i mean i'm sure there are big huge like influencers or Famous people who I know people will like track like, oh, they right. haven't posted each other in a while. That's crazy. But I'm like, 
first off, no one cares about me. Weirdos. (laughs) Yeah, it is weird. It's a very like parasocial relationships are at a peak right now. Like with celebrities, like people thinking they know celebrities and they know like influencers. It is weird. weird. Yeah. But I'm like, no one really cares what people like you and I post or don't post. And that's kind of freeing because it's like, okay, Michael and I didn't post anything for our anniversary. And then I was like, no one knows it's my anniversary. Yeah. (laughs) No one knows my anniversary. Who cares? Like the only people who know our anniversary, like... Our moms texted us. My dad didn't even text. He doesn't remember my anniversary. No, he's like not gonna my remember. own dad doesn't know my anniversary. No one else knows. Okay, hot take. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like people should text you on those days saying happy anniversary? I mean, like it's not, like um my maid of honor Hope texted me, mm-hmm. and and she also had just had a baby like days I before. Know, that was amazing. <laughs> I'm like I cannot believe you even remember. Like my yeah Hope texted me. My texted mom you texted me. Late. You texted me the day after. Like a few people did, but I wasn't expecting text from anyone. So like yeah. when I got this, I was like, "Oh, that's cute. That's nice." But like I don't think I texted you on your anniversary this year. I don't know if I did or not. I don't remember. But it's like also I think it's different when you're really close friends. It's like you know that I know your anniversary, right? And I know that you know my anniversary, right? And but I actually like, didn't text you because I knew you were on a trip, right? So I'm like, I'm not gonna bother her. I don't think she's gone. I I mean I don't think it's it's not like your birthday. You know what okay, I mean? so birthdays. Do you feel like we should text people on birthdays? I think if you don't see, like, yeah, like if I didn't see you on my birthday, I would want to, like, I would expect a text from you saying happy birthday, I think. I do think, I think so too. You think yeah. so? Because uh-huh. I think, like, that anniversaries are like. Those are more personal. Yeah, Who's I think remember? it's like, you're, like, my anniversary, I don't really care about hearing from anyone except Michael. The yeah. only person I care about on my anniversary so is Michael. But your birthday, it's like, that's a day about you existing human, in the please. world. Like, I want to hear from people that think I'm important to them, you know? Okay. So, did you ever, and this is, like, really personal, but did you ever struggle with, like, being insecure with how many people were going to post a story for you on your birthday? Yes. I hated that. Yes. And what I, I did this year that. is because, okay, I thought about this a lot because... I always get really sad on my birthday, Mm. and I know a lot of people experience that same thing. Like, Mm -hmm. not related to social media, just in general. I'm like a birthday crier, and some people are, and some, like, some people are like, I love my birthday, it's the best day of the year, like, it's my birthday week or my birthday month. I get sad on my birthday, I don't know Mm. why, it's just something in my brain. I always cry, even if I have a great day, I always just, I get, like, emo about it. And... In addition to that, there's the added pressure of, like, who's going to put a picture of me on their stupid Instagram story? I'd rather just have you text me. Yeah. And so I feel like in years past, also my birthday is around a lot of other people's birthdays that I know. It's rough out here. Like, I don't know what's nine months prior to May, but people were... I can't do the People were doing the work because everyone's born in May. And so... (laughs) So I feel like I compare myself, or I used to, to, like... Okay, my birthday's on Wednesday, and mm-hmm. you know X amount of people put a story of me, and then I reposted it to my story, and then someone yes. else's birthday's on Thursday, and they've got three times as many stories that they reshared, and it's just stupid. It's and so this year, I didn't post anything on my birthday. Like I also didn't do like a I'm twenty twenty six per <laughs> like, no, and no hate to you if you do that. Like that's no, fine. That's fine. I also just like honestly. Uh, I don't have an Instagram husband, so, like, I don't get good pictures of myself. (laughs) 
Like, he did take a picture of me with my cake. And my cake was super cute. We got it from, like, that local bakery that everyone loves. I was from, out of town from Beverly. for your birthday. You were. And that was fine. Ugh. But, um, like, he took a picture of me with my cake. And it's cute. But it's more just, like, for me to have on my camera roll to mm-hmm. remember. But I didn't post anything. And, like, a few people did put things on their stories. But I just responded to them and, like, thanked yeah. them. But I didn't repost anything. Because I was like, how much unnecessary stress am i gonna add to someone else well or yourself yeah i, I mean I, I was thinking about myself i'm sorry i'm not thinking about other people <laughs> i was like how much unnecessary stress am i putting on myself mm-hmm. if i because i feel like there's this weird thing if i'm on instagram on my birthday where i'm like waiting for people to post yes. for me yeah and i'm like i don't want to spend my day doing that i want to spend my day like I don't even remember what I did on the day of my birthday, like during the day. But like at night, we went out to dinner. We went to tan. Oh, my birthday's on Cinco de Mayo, so it's the biggest pain in the ass you can imagine. Because my favorite food is freaking tacos and margaritas. Yep. On Cinco de Mayo, impossible. So we tried to go to Bar Taco. It was a literal (laughs) nightmare. But we ended up going to Willis, and it was really cute. I've never been there for dinner. It's in Tampa, and they have like a coffee shop that i've been to but then they okay. also have a restaurant on the other side and it was really really cute Ooh, okay gotta add that to the we arsenal. should go yeah anyway yeah so i just didn't post anything and it was freeing because i was like i'm not looking at instagram mm-hmm. I'm not like waiting for someone to post me so i can repost it and then it's like what is the point of that really it's like to show, to show other, other people. people that you're loved yeah Ugh. and i'm like why do i need to tell other people that I'm loved by my friend like shouldn't you just assume that people are loved by their friends why do I have to quantify how many people found me important enough to post on their Instagram or why is it a social like I don't know not everyone's like this but I feel like some people are where if you tag me in a story and if I don't reshare that story it's offensive Mm, I don't find it offensive you don't no if I if I post a story and you don't repost it I'm not thinking about it well I wasn't really thinking about you I'm thinking more of like the people like mm. the world you know what i'm saying i feel like it's if you're tagging something most people just repost it and i don't know why it depends what it is because yeah. like i mean if i if i post like if it has my dog or my baby know. in it i'm gonna repost it because they're cute as crap yeah anything I don't know. else i don't think about it really okay i think some people do oh well that's on them <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm just Riley is not holding back today ladies and gentlemen I'm just, I don't know. I'm in my, like, everyone's responsible for their own feelings. Yep. And I think yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been doing a lot of work, and I'm going to give myself credit for that. Yes, you have. I've been stressed out for 26 years about what other people think about me and how I can minimize everyone's pain, pain and suffering and how I can make everyone's life easier for them. And mm-hmm. I just had to realize, like, that is not my responsibility. No. Like, my responsibility is to, like honor myself and honor my husband and honor my friends and honor my parents and my family yeah and it is not to overanalyze everything I've ever said or done Mm -hmm. and how that might make every person on the planet feel yeah this doesn't mean that Riley's gonna be mean I might be (laughs) she I'm kidding she of course is like you of course are kind and you're not just like telling people off of the red light no i mean i think there's a huge difference like 100 i don't think i've changed i think i'm just like it's 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 an inner thing it's a mental thing like the way i interact with people hasn't changed it's right i'm no longer going to agonize over every single i'm not gonna waste my energy being like oh someone tagged me in something should i repost it so i don't hurt their feelings yeah it's like no it is your responsibility to tell me 
if that hey, I would, yeah. it would mean a lot if you would repost this. Right. Or like, hey, I know it's kind of silly, but like, could you repost that thing I tagged you in? Like, it mm-hmm. just, it made me feel some type of way that you didn't. Right. If it makes you feel that way, I want to, you to tell me. And mm-hmm. it, it speaks to our relationship if you can't. Right. So it's like, if someone is bitter about something or hurt about something, it's your responsibility to communicate those feelings. I cannot read your mind. That's, yeah. And I shouldn't expect myself to read people's minds, therefore causing myself undue stress 24-7 because Mm -hmm. I'm like, what if I did this wrong? What if I should have done this instead? I need to let that go. It's like, if I did something wrong, I hope that I have built good enough relationships with the people in my life that they will tell me. Right. And then I can apologize and I can make it right. Right. But unless someone tells me, I'm not going to walk around all day. On eggshells or worrying or stressing. I can't do that anymore. Yeah. You're talking about fighting an inner battle with your own mind and your own heart versus like an exterior how you communicate with people because you always communicate with like kindness and love and joy with people and peace but it's like inwardly you are always thinking like did I say the right thing did I say the wrong thing are they gonna hate me did I not do blah 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 and it's like you're letting go of that inward battle yeah and just saying I'm responsible for my emotions and if I hurt someone's feelings or if something happens they will come to me and we can talk about it. I must be coming across really harsh this episode for you to have to make these disclaimers on my behalf. (laughs) No, I just, I feel like it's important because what you're struggling with is not the same thing other people struggle with. Yeah. Some people are just mean. But I'm just saying, I don't want like people to hear us being like, we're letting go of caring about what other people think as an excuse to like be mean. Because that's not what it is. It's like we're letting go of the inward battle in our self. No, and I care. Like, I'm not letting go of caring what people think. Like, well, I've probably said that. Let me clarify. I care how people feel. Yeah. Yes. And I don't want anyone to feel sad or hurt or angry or anything. I don't want anyone to feel those things. But my inner dialogue with myself has to change. Yes. Because I cannot bear the what ifs Mm. of it. Because 99% of the time, everyone is fine. Yeah. And I am not fine because I'm Mm. wondering whether or not they're fine. Mm. So it's like, that makes no sense. Yep. And also, I need to say, like, I've communicated this with the people in my life. Yes. Like, it might sound harsh when I'm just speaking generally about it, but I'm not, like, walking around on a day-to-day basis being like, well, everyone just needs to figure out that I'm not responsible for their feelings and they just need to deal with it. Like, no. I've had conversations with people. And honestly, like, all of my... I attract extremely chill people and I'm an extremely <laughs> unchill person. So everyone in my life has been like, yeah, you should have been doing that already. <laughs> like, Wait. This, it's never been your problem. I need to know, am I a chill or non-chill person? You are... A chill person relationally like mm, I don't mm-hmm. if I don't hear from you for a few days I'm right. not like I've never been like oh is Chelsea mad at me oh my gosh good thank god I cannot have relationships no, like that like, it gives me anxiety all of my relationships with people okay. are like that yes like they're yeah. all like if I don't hear from my friends for a few days I'm like they're living their life they're busy whatever I will hear from them it's okay when I hear from them and all like I don't really ever think we've actually gone days without hearing from each other because we're always sending each other <laughs> Stupid. Literally like, yesterday I sent you a paragraph just to explain <laughs> how good my morning school. And I love that. Chelsea really woke up in the morning, had, an, had a great morning, and she's like, I need to tell Riley how good my morning is. And it was amazing. I was like, 
so happy honestly it sounded like the intro to a chapter of some book that i feel like yeah i want you to write the book is what's happening now anyway you get what i'm saying i do get what you're saying if i had other highly anxious people in my life that Mm -hmm. i thought were going to be like fearful if if i didn't i don't know like if I didn't, if I had someone in my life who posted an Instagram story and tagged me in it, mm-hmm. and I knew it's really important to that person that I acknowledge that or repost it, mm-hmm. I would just repost it. But I genuinely don't have anyone in my life no. who thinks right. about it that much. That's so it's true. like, it truly was like an inner problem. Yes. Like it was, I was just fighting with myself. And so I'm just deciding to not fight with myself anymore. Okay, Chelsea, I want to ask you about the way you have transformed or kind of like changed the way that you interact with Mm -hmm. or post Blair online. Yeah. So um, it's no news to anyone that AI is going to be taking over the world. (laughs) Riley and I started having a really dark conversation before we were recording and literally a big cloud covered the sun and suddenly the room got really dark and ominous. It was terrifying. But... (laughs) I have, Drew and I have decided that we are not going to be posting Blair's face on social media Mm -hmm. because honestly of the advances of AI and this is like a very extremist view, but I'm like, what if someone takes her face and uses it for some creepy like adult website? Yeah. Like that's my fear. Is that happening right now with what I post, have posted of her? No, probably not. But, but also the, you never know. You, I, how would I know? Yeah. I have no clue. Not to make you scared, but you know. But I think there was a couple things in my head that really freaked me out. One was years ago, Drew and I paid off all of our student loan debt. So it was like 60 something thousand dollars. And we got the balloons. And of course, back then, I was like, what is going to be my post to tell everybody <laughs> that I did this? Ugh. So I bought like $30. But don't, don't beat yourself up for that because that was very the time. Like we were talking about this I before know, we but... started recording. Like Instagram five years ago was like everyone was doing photo shoots constantly it was like you were working with a photographer to get instagram content i paid 30 dollars for some stupid gold balloons and i had one of our photographer friends come to our house to help take this photo yeah but that's how we did like if i look back at my old instagram it is like color curated Mm -hmm. like to the nines I have like multiple I had a friend who was a photographer who wanted to do photo shoots all the time for his content so I was like fine whatever like I wasn't paying someone but it's like the pictures of me on my account half of them were like shot on a professional camera and edited by someone yeah like now I would never post that never unless it was like I don't have the kind of time for that unless it was like an important milestone in my life that I got photos taken for but if I like yeah had like if if it's if a whoa (laughs) stumbling over my words the coffee if a photographer asked to take photos of me mm-hmm. for their content and it was just me like not michael and i i probably wouldn't just be like here's a picture of me taken by a professional that's been edited yeah I enjoy it i don't think i could see my, i would feel so conceited i mean no hate to anyone who does that like pop off it's just yeah, we don't care chelsea and i are obviously in our like anti <laughs> anti super curated media. social media era yeah. so anyway you got the photos taken yes and because we use like the hashtags and all this stuff, so many accounts reposted that photo or literally like copy and pasted all of the text. Mm-hmm. Like it got, I would tag me in it, and I'm like freaked out because 
I mean, of course, I've never read the terms and conditions, but I'm like, that's my photo from my page. You can't take it. Okay, that's not true. Mm -hmm. I posted it. You can take it. And even if it's illegal, you're still going to do it. Yeah. And so I'm like, if that one photo was taken by all of these weird accounts who were just trying to get people to, like, invest with them, so literally just steal their money, which is so sad, Mm -hmm. using the hashtag debt free and then trying to take people's money. (sighs) Whatever. I can't go. (laughs) go there. If that photo got had all that happen to it do you know like how many accounts repost or not even reposted it but just like posted it as their own photo? more than 10 which yeah. is like doesn't seem like a lot but when you keep getting tagged in it and they have all these followers it just feels freaky like well, think i felt the violated tagged in oh my gosh i don't i don't even know it's probably still out there it felt i felt violating that someone took something of mine and were using it for themselves mm-hmm. and that was me but now that i have a daughter and i feel so protective of her the fact that even someone could take her photo and use it for anything freaks me out, let alone AI and doing, like, weird yeah. stuff on the internet. So that kind of thought process really scared me, if I'm being honest. I've even seen people that I know personally who are not famous. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not cre- they're not influencers even. Yes. Have They've their- had their photos taken and put on Amazon. Like, if they have something that they've purchased on Amazon, and I'm like, how are, maybe they tagged the Amazon store, or maybe they hashtagged the item, I don't know. But, like, I've seen people that I know who have, like, a water bottle or a bag or something they bought on Amazon, and then they go on the Amazon store, and and it uses their photo on the listing without permission. That, to me, is just too scary. Yeah, and it happens with kids, too, like, kids' toys and stuff. It's weird. And... I just felt really protective of Blair. So that was like one train of thought, right? It's like, mm-hmm. who's going to take her photo? Who's going to see her like creepy things? Like I want to protect her from that. And then the second thing was, and honestly, like my little sister really prompted this thought in me. She's um, turning 23 this year. So she's, I feel like in a really different generation than I am and has a different, even though we are only five and a half years apart, those small five and a half years of like what happened in social media and like her generation getting it way earlier than Mm -hmm. i did like we've talked like i didn't get mine until i was facebook till i was 13 and i was facebook and it was back in the day and i was like what did you do whatever it was way different whereas she got instagram at 13 and that's like five years ago when it was like the whole curated model whatever and she brought this idea to me she feels like her generation lives two lives Mm. one is their real life and then one is the curated life that they put online and those two people aren't the same and she's like i even recognize that with myself she's like look at my life and then look at my instagram feed it's two different things and i think it goes beyond the like highlight role you know people like oh that's your highlight reel whatever i think it goes beyond that where it's like she feels like her generation and maybe probably some of ours is focused on curating your perfect online presence versus like they care more about that than like who they are and their inward character Mm -hmm. and that terrified me the fact that Blair could grow up with an entire online persona that I dictated for her that she had no control over and no choice in scared me and wow. i was like one i don't want to put the pressure on her to have to answer to all of these people in line to what she's doing to who she is and to who, like where she's going to go to college or if she wants to go to college what she's going to do with her life like having to put all of that stuff out there for people to judge and i don't think we fully know like the psychological things that are going to happen to our brain from having to live this like curated life online yeah. and building that presence and so between the whole like AI is creepy and I'm scared and 
the psychological thought behind it, Dur and I just decided it's not worth it. Yeah. And there, I have to admit, like, there's a part of me that's sad. Like, your first birthday's coming up. And I know, like, I can't even wait to see her face and, like, she eats her cake and all of that stuff. And part of me is like, oh, my gosh, I'd be so cute. Like, I want to post that because for some reason it makes me feel like I have more value, which is I have to examine that within myself. But, so there are moments where I'm like, okay, I have to be sad. Like, if we get pregnant again, I don't think I'm going to make, like, a quote-unquote announcement post. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I just, why, why do I have to do that? And so I think there's been a part that's had to, like, mourn. Like, okay, all of these big moments... I'm not going to be posting, but that's okay Yeah, for her protection. And, like, as a mom, this is what I feel is best for her. So that's kind of, like, my, my thoughts. Also, I think I think it's okay, too, to remember, like, you're not, you're not bound to any way of thinking. Right. So, like, this is how you're thinking right now. And it could change. It could change. Yeah. I've seen people go back. Like, I've seen people who didn't post their babies for the first year of their life, and then when they turn one, they start posting their face. Right. And it's like, you have reasons for not doing it that are totally valid, but I also know, like, the way I am, and I correct me if I'm wrong, like, I think a little bit the way you are, too, is, like, when we say we're going to do something, we're like, oh, I have to stick to this. Like, I have to... Right. Like, well, now, especially now, like, you're like, okay, I'm saying this on the podcast. I have to... <laughs> I have to do it. People I have are going to go look at my Instagram. People, people are going to say, oh, she started posting her face again, and I guess she yeah. couldn't do it. It's not that you can't, you know. You have the liberty to change your mind whenever you want, just like you're changing your mind now from posting her face right. to not. Well, it's kind of like how we talked about... I think we talked about this in a po- past episode where, like, we both went on private, and, mm-hmm. like, I went through and, like, ha- like, unfollowed a whole bunch of people, and then I... I don't know what the word is for this, but... You, like, remove your followers. Removed followers mm-hmm. of people that I just, like, didn't even know who they were. It was, like, these weirdo accounts. Mm-hmm. And, like, maybe one day if I'm, like, sad about not posting her because it's a, something fun for me or it's, like, cool to have a digital scrapbook or whatever, mm-hmm. I could literally make my Instagram account just be the 30 people and yeah. have her private in her photo. You or know you what I'm saying? Make a it's new like account. I could I could do so many different things if I felt like I wanted to still post her but still have that privacy or something. Yeah. I'm not married to this idea forever. But that's just how we feel right now. Yeah. I want to see what happens with AI. I'm terrified to be honest. Yeah, it's it's weird. And I was telling Chelsea earlier like I was having a conversation with a friend last week who was more like aware mm-hmm. via their profession of like where all the AI stuff is going and it was legitimately terrifying but also I'm like I'm not gonna live in fear over this I don't know what's happening I don't remember obviously the internet becoming a thing because it happened right before we were born so it's yeah you know know. we were born into a world with internet so I don't know what that change was like but Mm -hmm. I do know obviously I mean I remember when it became a lot more accessible and a lot faster and when we got cell phones and social media I remember all that I think AI is kind of freaky to think about, but also, like, I'm not going to sit around and worry about what could happen. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to focus on things we talked about in our in that past episode. It's like, I yep. want off-screen hobbies. I want to read more. I want to yeah. garden. I want to learn how to sew for myself. I want to travel. Yeah. Just think bake. about those things. I um, was listening to a podcast. It was actually from a few years ago from the Armchair Expert, that mm-hmm. Stacks podcast which I love. I think it's so fun to listen to him. I love hearing all the podcasts we talk about on our, Like, we are just true podcast girlies. I, lo- I don't know. I just love hearing people's conversations, I think. Yeah. And I only listened to this episode because I just had lunch with a friend who was telling me, 
And we started talking politics, which is a slippery slope. <laughs> and we had lunch. And she was telling me about this person who basically was... I'm not even going to go into it because I don't want to get political at all. But he had this, like, idea of universal based income. And I just had never heard that explained in depth. And so I'm like, oh, let me go listen to this podcast to see, like, him talk about it. Because Dax, like didn't believe not believe in it but like they didn't have the same opinion so they were like going back and forth and i love those types of conversations because it challenges you on both thoughts anyways so i was listening to this guy and he was talking about how he was proposing this because of the potential ai changes and like what that's going to do to jobs in america Mm -hmm. and he was like dak's argument was okay but at every revolution like the industrial revolution all of those types of things we thought the world was ending or we thought our lives were ending and we adapted to that change Mm -hmm. so why do we think ai is different and of course they had arguments on either side blah 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 but it really actually challenged me and like i kind of want to go back and read my history books and be like wait what was life like before the industrial revolution and then what happened afterwards and how did they adapt like yeah i want to go back and study those like moments in history which I'm like, I cannot believe I'm saying this because when I was in high school, I'm like, I hate history. It's so stupid. And everyone's like, if you don't know it, you're bound to repeat it. But it's oh like, God. I'm like, I'm personally challenged now to go see like, how did people in the past deal with these big technological changes? And even yeah. go study like what our parents did when the internet came out. Like, I want to know. I, know, like, I want how to did, ask them. How did we adapt? Like what yeah. changed? And because I think it'll help de-escalate some of that fear right i just choose to believe we'll we'll be fine we'll be fine. like i'm not gonna walk around waiting for the sky to collapse and robots to take over and like if they do what am <laughs> i gonna do about it <laughs> like why am i walking right. around as if i can do anything That's i'm like true. if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen and i mean what i don't know we'll live underground or we'll die like yeah what am i gonna do I don't, we'll live I don't underground know. or we'll die I mean, or maybe we'll live above ground in harmony with the robots. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they'll get civil rights like that AI bot I was telling you about in that video. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I do not want to talk about Imagine, that. Imagine like your boss is like an AI. Oh, Lord. Who knows? Only time will tell. I think it's also really powerful for you saying something like that when like, to be honest, to a degree, your job is something that could be on the line. Oh, 100%. I mean, chat GPT has come out in like the last year yeah. and it started as like, oh, look how funny and how bad this is. And already it's like people are using it for mm-hmm. copywriting. They're using it for like all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm not a copywriter. No. So, but if That's I were, nice. I'd be really scared. Yeah. So it's like, I know my specific job is secure for now, <laughs> but... I mean, there are lots of people in my industry who are probably sweating. And it's like, if I got another job within my industry, it might not be secure. So Mm -hmm. it's a little freaky, but I'm feeling okay for now. But I'm also like, I don't know. I think I'm just very, I'm just kind of like a what's going to happen is going to happen person. Right. So I'm like, okay, worst case scenario, a year from now, it has advanced to a point Mm -hmm. where writers in my field no longer need to exist mm-hmm. okay so i get laid off i find another job right you know it's like there are other jobs yeah i'm i don't know i'm just like i'm in a very like i can't carry that anxiety anymore <laughs> it's, it's the there. things that used to make me anxious i'm in my like not my problem era of that yep. so what's gonna happen is gonna happen and if i have to you know 
I mean, I even thought about, what was I thinking about the other day? Oh, I was painting my bedroom, which we'll talk about in our next episode. (laughs) And as I was painting my bedroom, I was like, I could do this. Like, I like painting. Like, Mm -hmm. I could go work for like a, like my, my friend's husband was a interior and exterior house painter. Mm -hmm. And then he went and started his own company and he does it. Now he has painters that work for him and he paints. Like, I could do that. I could go get a job with like a painting company and paint houses. I can stand on ladders and paint stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd probably have to learn a lot and be more efficient at it. And I wouldn't be able to like listen to Taylor Swift out loud while I do it. But it's like, I I just, I'm like, I could do whatever I want. You can, yeah. You can adjust to what I could go back to school. Yeah. I could, you know, whatever. I I, I figure it out. I think I want to be an architect. You should. I'm all over the place right now. Like, a few episodes ago, I'm like, I want to be in the (laughs) C-suite. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about being a housewife. Like, I just, I'm all over the place, but maybe that's okay. If you need to know one thing about Chelsea and I, it's that we will contradict ourselves constantly. (laughs) I was listening back to a couple of our episodes, and I'm pretty sure in back-to-back episodes, if not back-to-back, it was like within a few. In one of them, I specifically said, I love confrontation. And then in another one, we're talking about like our Enneagram and stuff. And I'm talking about how I'm a wing nine and how I hate confrontation. I'm like, well, which is it, Riley? I think it's two different things. Yeah. I I think you love debating people for fun. Yeah. That's why I get along with Ethan Owen so well. Right. But I think like if you want to talk about feelings and contradict like that. Yeah. No. I think like if it's a personal conflict, I don't, it also depends on the person. Like if it's Michael and I, and we're having like an argument, I'm like, no, we're doing this right now. Like, yeah, even though like it's conflict, like we're doing it now, we're having this conversation now. I want the confrontation. Yeah. But if it's someone that I'm not like tight with, and if someone's like, Hey, we need to talk about this. Like, Hey, where have you been? Why haven't you been here? Or like, whatever. I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Oh, look at the time. Gotta go. go. (laughs) So it depends. Oh, man, guys, thanks for listening to us ramble on about social media and robots and AI and uh, challenging our inner dialogues. <laughs> We're here for all of it. Hope you can relate. And if you can't, thanks for listening anyway. Talk to you later. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.